0: Can you talk to us a little bit about gratitude and why that's so important? I think when we, um,
1: I think when we are really grateful for what we do have, um, it's a good foundation of which on which to build. It, it to me it actually helps us to make better informed, healthier decisions on what we purchase, on what yeah. we bring into the home of what we even are, are happy to let go of. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's, a, it's a, just a really good spot to begin from. In- Did
0: I feed the dog? I need to pick up my dry cleaning. What should we have for dinner? Where are the kids? If you feel like you've got a million things going on and a million thoughts going around in your head, you are not alone. Welcome to the Daily Mind Podcast, where we take time out daily to explore what we can do to create more mental resilience, stability, and ultimately live happier lives. Good morning and welcome to this episode of the Daily Mind podcast, the mental wealth series uh, with a lovely woman from um, an interior design, small business interior design company called Alita and Louise. Her name is Colette. Um, We actually met via a mutual friend, uh, virtually met on Instagram via a mutual friend, and I followed her for a while and was really intrigued with the way she converted the spaces in her own home with next to nothing. So she makes, she's a firm, firm believer in having in gratitude for what you have And at the same time, she's also a firm believer in curating beautiful spaces to really bring the inside out and reflect your personality. So I was really curious to what she would have to say on how this reflects our mental health and well-being and her work and her interesting background as both a school counselor Um, a primary school teacher, a nanny, so working a lot with kids and starting this uh, small business of interior designing on the side, Um, what her sort of take on things were, what her view on things were. So I hope I enjoyed this conversation immensely and I really, really hope you'll enjoy it um, as well. And if you're there thinking um, that you need a lot of money to change your space or you um know that your space isn't reflecting who you are at the moment then this is a great episode for you to know where to start to know how to do things on a budget often just rearranging um some secret how-to's of the essentials for changing for changing rooms on a on a, on a either very low budget or just with what you have um, Colette's all about start with what you have she also we don't mention this, but she also offers uh zoom calls and things like that to anyone looking for some help with their own home or their own space and I can highly 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 recommend her services and her down to earth really, really natural and you'll hear that in this interview um really really natural way of being so uh, enjoy the episode. Uh, she mm-hmm. is just a delight to speak to. Very relaxed, very laid back, and um, I really, really hope that uh, you get something out of it. And if you do, I'd love to hear about it. So if you can, uh, you, you see me via social media or at the Daily Mind, mind spelled M Y N D, or her over on Adelia, Alita and Louise. Um, we'd love to hear about it. We'd love to hear your questions, uh, reflections on the episode. Um, if you haven't already, love you to like the podcast, follow along, uh, leave a review if you feel inclined, um, or just let us know personally what what you think of the episode or the episode so far and how it's going for you. That way we can we can curate to what you'd like to hear more of and um, and moving forward. This episode is. Really, really lovely reflection of I think a different view of uh, mental wealth and mental well-being, um, which is our our space, uh, the space surrounding us, and um, I really hope you'll enjoy it. All right, see you soon. Thank you so. Welcome, Colette from Aylida and Louise. So we, I think we're definitely going to start with that beautiful story of how that name came about. We're speaking to Colette from. Perth at the moment in Western Australia, um, which is so fun. Uh, I'll start a little bit with a little bit of an intro that you sent me earlier. So you've got a background as a nanny, a primary school teacher. (laughs) You studied in (laughs) counselling, interior design. Um, You're a business owner of Alita & Louise and now um, a school chaplain. Talk about many hats, (laughs) a lot of hat wearing. Yeah, (laughs) but not all
1: at once. I'm not a nanny teacher over the course of the years. (laughs)
0: Important to mention. So welcome, Colette, and thank you so much for being here. We're really looking forward to speaking to you. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So I think we'll start with the name. Can you tell us a little bit about the name of the business and how that came to be? Yeah. So
1: um, as a little girl, I've got uh, two Dutch aunties, Alida and Louise, and they are my father's sisters. And um, growing up, we would obviously have a lot of family dues and things like that. And um, my cousins and I were all roughly the same age too, so lots of sleepovers. So you get a really intimate understanding of their homes. And I always loved... um, these two particular aunties' homes—they just had a beautiful way to create vignettes, like um, decor items put together that tell a story. Um, they and and they would put all the, and they were quite well traveled too. So they would their homes reflected where they'd been, their loves, their their way of living. Um, they were very eclectic, very quirky. Um, and then as I grew older, I've I've always loved interiors. So. Um, And I didn't actually go down the interior design path until well into my 30s. But um, I've always loved, you know, designing my own home and and things like that. But I don't know where the little seed came from. But I always thought, you know, many years prior to starting the business, if I ever start up a little business styling homes, I would call it Alita and Louise as a a nod to them. And that's because that really was a, a huge influence in my life. So, yeah, that's hence the name Alita and Louise. It does cause a bit of confusion at times. I've been called a leader all the ways and <laughs> my actual name <laughs> is Colette. So,
0: yeah. Well, that's beautiful. I think that's gorgeous. And so um, you spoke a little bit about childhood and I think that's a beautiful place to start. That's where we start a lot of these conversations. Um, did you, as a young Colette or a child Colette, were you always interested in creating the space around you or creating a beautiful space yeah, in your room sure.
1: Or, yeah, yeah. Constantly um, turning my bedroom around. My my room was never the same week in, week out. Um, my parents were pretty. Um, they they gave me a fair bit of freedom to you know zhuzh the cushions and to you know. <laughs> Uh, rearrange the decor and and they always when they walked in the space they were like oh yes Colette's been here you know they <laughs> could tell that I'd been playing with the the living room and um, I was an, I was never allowed to move the tv from its its spot but I, I was able to rearrange the furniture and the artwork and all that so I think it's yeah it's just innate it's it's just what I guess I was built to do who knows but yeah loved it
0: and how do you think like what I'm, I'm interested to understand what do you when you go into a space and you can obviously see its possibility what, mm. what's the feeling before you know you change a space um, in, in any particular space or yeah in any particular space
1: uh, well basically I'll walk into a space and a and space could be like a classroom it could be a home it could be a coffee shop, anything. And first, I just absorb it all in. It's it's the textures, it's the patterns, it's the colours, it's the actual um, space itself, where things are situated. And then I'll I'll just sort of cast my eye over it and go, no, nah, that doesn't work for me. I would change that over here, and I would I would arrange that over here, and um, or I will walk in and go, oh, this is amazing. I love it. It's mm. it's got an, a beautiful feel to it. So yeah, I think I'm always assessing, not in a judgmental critical way, just critical in a positive way, but yeah, I just love to visualize um, how spaces can be created and how they can be used differently and um, uh, presented differently or or just love it for the way it is at that time. Yeah, I know that when we bought this house, um, it was a complete mess and um but my both my, hus- my husband's quite creative too and we um th- this house had been a rental so <laughs> it had been quite a nightmare uh for the the people in the street here anyway they had done it up as best they could but I remember looking at the house on the internet re- being able to see the rooms and what was possible they were just empty bare rooms and when my husband and I both walked through it we just looked at each other and went yeah this is it so when we bought it um, so we've been here now for a couple of years Um, my dad who we just hosted mum and dad's 75th um, uh, my mum's 75th birthday my dad at breakfast the next day goes you know we just did not know what you guys were thinking when you bought this place we could not see <laughs> what you saw but he said i have to take that back you guys have done a great job you've made it look really amazing and but i think that that just comes from that ability to walk into any space and just see potential see see what is and what isn't and yeah i don't
0: know it's- i'm curious do you think inside we might all have that ability to like um, work a space to what we like or what we don't like? Do you think it's a matter of knowing? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I do. I think we're just sometimes fear prevents us from making a mistake or, you know, worrying about what someone else thinks and not having the time. We tell ourselves we don't have the time or um, the money or anything like that. But I think if we really tried and who cares if you make a mistake, I mean, you learn from those. So yeah I, I think we all do. I think we all have creativity within us. We just haven't tapped into it um, some of us as deeply as others and you know, and it's always a learning journey anyway. like
0: yeah,
1: it's it's yeah, yeah, the most creative okay. people have never just you know got it. they, they work on their their ability and yeah, it it's just so keeps... true. Mm. Yeah, it's
0: so true. I mean, I know I was personally inspired just by your Instagram um feed and the stories and things of how you were changing i think it was the bathroom at the time and (laughs) it's like wow you know there's there's so many little things you can do um which leads us to one of your philosophies which is just start with what you have and i think that is just fundamental can you tell us about about that sure
1: um i look i just think even if you were to describe what you have as sticks of furniture who cares like you can paint sticks (laughs) you can you can put fabric on it you can put a cushion on us on a chair that looks rubbish if you that's how you would describe it it's amazing what you can do with the stuff that you've got and I just think if we don't sort of look at what we've got and we may not it may not tick all the boxes but if we can appreciate what we've got we'll always then appreciate what we get and um because there's always something out there that we want. But uh, yeah, I just think it's a really good base and um, place to start and be appreciative of where we're at in life too, because sometimes we're rolling in the dough and sometimes we're not. And or sometimes, you know, we're time poor and you know, we we just we're we're sick or whatever, or we've got three little children that are running around our ankles and you know, it's just appreciating where we're at and what we've got and and literally just building on from there and and having fun in the process because mm. it's not. I don't think styling needs to be taken seriously. It, it's it's your home, so have fun with it. You know, if you if you can't have fun in your own home, I yeah. mean, <laughs> where else can you? You know, yeah. I think it's that. Yeah. So yeah,
0: that's. I love that. That's that's just so beautiful. Um, I really love that, and I really like the way that that would speak to our mental well-being because I imagine that. If we're always thinking, and I know because I've been in that trap before of always thinking that it's not enough that that yeah. if I just had that thing, then then I would be happy. If I just, mm. you know, and and that happens like with whether with clothes or you know whatever it is that if I just bought that, um, in meditation we call it like the once I mindset. Once I get to that space, I'll mm. be I'll be happy. And I think when you speak about um, these you know your space having fun in it reflecting it reflecting you there's so much so much more opens up so much more possibility Mm. opens up to what we can do um Mm. but also that the the journey becomes the process it becomes the fun of creating that space so thank you that's such a beautiful did you want to add something Oh, it's just, I think when we
1: are constantly looking down the road of what we don't have and what we want to achieve, we kind of lose sight of um, ourselves in the present, you know, and and I think that's such a sad thing to happen because when you do get to that, and some of us don't, but you look back and you go, I was so focused on that. I've lost sight of all this. And what a that's sad i mean we could be gone tomorrow and if we're not appreciating what we have now what's the point like yeah yeah just yeah it's a balance isn't it it's sort of the tension of wanting what's in the in the future and that's great too it's good to have aspirations and all that but still be grounded where you're at and um and loving it too you know yeah and and appreciative (laughs) i think that
0: was a really good word yeah Thank you. So I know you've lived over a variety of homes in the last 22 <laughs> years. Do you want to tell everyone how many? <laughs>
1: um, 11, I think it was. I sat down this morning. I'm like, do you know what? I've moved quite a few times. <laughs> yeah, and, that, yeah. and
0: that included rental properties, which I think is really mm. important to mention because often people in rental properties can be hesitant. I know I have a really good friend that was in this space, um, really hesitant to to do anything because it feels like it's not permanent. So, and yet, you know, five years later, they're still there. And if mm. they haven't created that, the essence of who they are or the spaces aren't reflecting who they are, I imagine that could, that would cause, um, yeah, just just a, a not, an unsettledness inside you, which mm. then, of course, affects your mental well being. So, um, mm. how is that exposure to, to different spaces? Um, and homes how's that influenced probably you and and what do you do and what have you done in those what could you suggest
1: i think it it forces you to be more creative um to restrictions or limitations of renting as a positive um and just working with it so you know it, it the architecture might be quite boring but you know you bring in plants you bring in artwork that you can just lean against the wall you don't have to nail a hole in the wall if you're willing to lose your deposit paint a wall <laughs> I mean you can always repaint it afterwards the same color that when you moved in you can hang up um curtains you can take all those things down you can swap out um uh pendants you know over your, your your dining table you can bring in lots of lamps there's so much that you can do and take with you when you leave um things like carpet and floorings you know they might be but ugly but a rug fixes that and um and you don't even have to spend a lot to do that you can slowly accrue it and facebook marketplace is amazing like uh. the stuff that i find is oh, my husband has told me, please don't bring any more stuff home. So I'm just like, but there's always room for a rug. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, so I'm, I'm a real pattern texture person. I, I just love all that stuff. It brings in personality and story. But, yeah, so I just think look at where you're at, even if it's just a blank 4, four, four walled place with, you know, a little window, take the curtains off. Like I did that in one rental. I took the curtains off because um, it was dark and dingy I wanted to paint the the poo brown brick but that definitely would have lost my deposit um, and I wasn't prepared to do that but yeah lots of plants because plants you know tall plants hanging plants they hide all the the ugliness that you don't want to look at from day to day and plants are just beautiful they're sculptural they're they're colorful they they improve air quality you know it's it's just. Yeah. They're the best piece of furniture, nature's furniture. That's what I like to refer to it as. And yeah, they make a, a huge um, difference in a space. So
0: yeah, I love that nature. Did I
1: answer that. the question, or did I just go rambling off? <laughs> I tend to
0: do no, that. You did, and I and I think another question on top of that would be, so what what do you think we'd feel, or what would happen? And again, I'm reflecting. I'm coming back to our mental well-being, but it's often how we feel in a space then um reflects that in the mind if we don't change the space like could you imagine going to one of those rentals and just leaving it as it is well that's completely against my own nature
1: So <laughs> I can't. no, I cannot. <laughs> and, and look I mean if you're hardly ever home and you're a shift worker and you come home to sleep I mean I guess it's not going to bother you but if you're in there with your family and um, or even just on your own or with your partner or whoever, um, even, um, you know, your housemates. I've seen some amazing housemates' um, apartments. They bring all their stuff together and somehow it just meshes beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the question again? Like, how do, I, yeah, I guess how you, if you're not going to change it, that's a choice um, at the end of the day. And then I guess you choose to feel what you're feeling and if you don't like that feeling, well, then you've got the choice to to slowly change things and tweak things, and even use rooms for different purposes. I mean, this room that I'm in is meant to be. It's a night This is a 1985 home, as you can see with these beams and those lovely lights there. Um, but this uh, this was once a dining room, but it's so it's just off the kitchen, which is behind me. This is the perfect space for an office. I mean. You know, when I'm doing my work, hello, I can get my my cup of tea really easily, and it's got a lovely big window which I look outside, and yeah, so I really advocate for that, using rooms for different purposes, not their traditional um, purposes, because we live differently these days anyway in homes. So
0: yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. So yeah, so basically, your recommendation would be yeah, if you don't, if you're not feeling great in the space, then change it. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think there's there is a lot to that because there's so i'm looking at it from you know the spiritual side of meditation teaching where people where it's all oh no but it's all inside you but i really really believe that our, our space um reflects what's inside and yeah. if it's not reflecting yeah. that if it's not reflecting what's going on in there um or if it is reflecting what's going on in there and you're not liking it then of course that's time to ask why but also to to have a look at what's Mm. going on on the outside and um yeah yeah and changing you know just changing one thing Mm. okay so what would you say okay that's that's a good question what would you say I mean you did say just change something where would you begin if someone had a room was sharing a room with we're sharing a house with people and they've got their own room Mm. um
1: well I guess if if the other people in the home are quite happy to live the way they're living, then it's your own personal space and that would be your bedroom that I would um, be first tackling. Mm-hmm. And and that, that, for me, I think it's creating little moments in your room. So um, you can have a dresser and you can have a pot plant on there. You can have all, and I'm speaking from a, a female, but I, even males with jewellery and stuff like that, have have beautiful little ceramic bowls and put your your personal jewelry in there and have it all out on display and nicely curated, not just a big hot mess where you just dump it on the thing. But you know, and have a big mirror that reflects light and you can just place that on top of your dresser. And um, I'm even I love using scarves that I've I've gotten from my travels and putting those over my um, dresses and it just lifts the space you know Mm. um or over the bed and fresh sheets um good quality sheets a good quality mattress they're the i think those those are the things that if with whatever finance we've got buy the best you can in those spaces or in those um areas of of living because you're you're in your bed a lot (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it there's you know it's you've got to get a good night's sleep um same with pillows things like that um yeah, and just think about what what how you want the room to serve you, not not the other way around. I think I I think I fell into the trap of years and years ago. I needed a house that looked wonderful, and you know it, it became a slave. I became a slave to it. To be honest, it was mm. um, I was too obsessive about it, and it had to be just perfect. Whereas now. No, the home is to serve our needs and our, our daily life. It's to reflect our lives and our loves and, you know, our, our story. Um, so I guess with your own personal space, you know, if you meditate, create a little spot in the room, you know, next to the window and have a mat and or a chair and a little table and good light or, you know, anything like that. It could be your bed, you know, and therefore have a good mattress, whatever. Um, yeah I, yeah, I think I would start with my own personal space and look at how I want to use it, what's already there and build on from there. And a lot of the time you really don't need a lot of things because as you journey through life anyway, you, you pick stuff up and you bring it in and, you know, and, and there creates your story, you know. it's Yeah, I don't know if that mm. made sense. I kind of jumped around a bit, I feel.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, and I really found that with that 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 was incredible. With um, just just from inspiration from you, um, I'm I'm glancing at a a sort of plant wall that I did, and I just picked up books that I'd been given, and all of a sudden I could put them together. The same, you know, there were three pale pink books, and I was like, "Oh, how random!" (laughs) Okay, put those together. Like, and I had no idea that those things—they were just all shoved on a bookshelf together, Um, but those things would then look pretty you know with with a plant sitting on top of them so i really think that's yeah totally possible and totally doable and definitely worth it yeah
1: because it really changes
0: can change how you feel which then obviously affects your mental health um and i sure and i Really want to touch on this um, because you wrote to me it's not about materialism, but more about Mm. finding a way to create a space. And again, you just spoke to this, but that serves our daily needs and reflects our loves and our story. Mm. I think that's a a beautiful thing to add, said by you, (laughs) (laughs) written by you (laughs) to me. Okay. And I have one question from, oh, wait a second. What are your views on, I know, I, I do know a little bit this answer, but I'd love to hear more. What are your views on fashion and trends? Both Look, in the home. I,
1: yeah. I, I don't think any of us are um, not influenced by fashion and trends. It's, it's out there even subconsciously, you know, you start liking a color and, and then you realize, oh, that's the new color for winter. You know, it's, and, and there's nothing wrong with liking trends. I just think if you become a slave to trends, like you throw everything out of your house because that's no longer trendy, mm. then you're, the house is not serving you. Again, it's, it's more you're trying to keep up with a very fast paced industry and it's mm. exhausting and overwhelming and expensive. So I don't know why we would do it to ourselves, but if you really like a particular trend and like, I mean, I love vintage and there were trends through there, you know, the retro stuff is fantastic and that was all trendy at one point. So for sure, pick things that you really genuinely love out of a trend. It could be a decor item. It could be a color that you paint your wall. could be a style of cushion. It could be a rug. It could be a blouse, whatever. Um, But know that it's not something that's just, um, going to be tossed out at the end of the year you know just keep it keep it for a lot really long time and reuse it in different ways and you know I mean paint who cares about paint you just paint over it once you you, you feel like a change but um and I you know if you want to paint yeah I was just i actually at um I was at work yesterday and I met a lady who's my neighbor at the school because her children go there and she was painting her house teal um, inside in the living area, very bold choice, I thought, and I really like it, by the way. And she has uh, rustic, uh, sort of uh, rusty red couches, and I was like, I love that, you know. She's, and that's not trendy at all. I mean, teal was trendy at one point, but that's what they like, and yeah. and that's who they are, and go for it, I say. So yeah,
0: <laughs> love that. <laughs> okay, and so we have we also have one question from. Um, a listener so what's one action we can do to make our homes help our mental health
1: be honest with yourself remove what doesn't bring you real pleasure you know um, if it's taking up space find another spot in the house for it maybe or just put it away somewhere and sit on it for a while and if you really don't miss it I, I say donate it and you know give it a new life to someone else um, definitely I'm a huge advocate of bringing in plants last count. I've got 80 pot plants in my house. It's, it's, um, but you wouldn't know it. It's it. I just love it. I, it just, to me, it's soothing. It's, um, in fact, studies do say that plants soothe us, you know, they, they bring them into offices. They, um, autistic children are affected by, it. you know, nature, we always feel better as a general rule anyway, as when we go out into nature, we, we feel calmer, we feel more connected um, to ourselves and to the world and, and whatever. But um, yeah, I would, I would start doing things like that. Um, really be honest with yourself. Is this space working for me? Why not try and pinpoint that and mm. either remove or, you know, bring in uh, elements that, that, um, encourage calmness and 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 figure out what how you want to use the space and how you want to feel in it too and did that mm. answer the question
0: yeah absolutely that's fantastic <laughs> and i'm so curious because you love change and you love like creating spaces in your home mm. does this theme follow you to your jobs and your careers
1: yeah yeah when <laughs> she i was says a primary nodding. teacher <laughs> <laughs> when, when i was teaching i would constantly be moving the desks around changing my desk bringing in plants um you know creating a space where kids could relax and read books during uh, silent reading um having an art area all that kind of thing yeah so definitely and like even the two desks that I've got because I'm at two different schools um as chaplain I've I've got in my my bag at the moment a yellow tablecloth which I will be putting over that ugly desk and I will be bringing in all my personal effects of plants and artwork and pictures of my beautiful grandchild and yeah so personalizing it up this is me and also I think it's a great way to make yourself um approachable you know it tells you instantly something about that person and you you may even connect with it you might have something in common and if you don't that's fine but you you get an appreciation for for who is in who's residing there and that's like in our homes too so yeah
0: yeah totally and i imagine you feeling good in your space like more at home in your space does open that door for people to approach you and especially young children especially kids for them to you know feel more at home there so yeah that that's beautiful i love that i can just imagine all the little kids okay we're moving the desk today
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. they're like, hang on, my tray was here, now it's over there. Yeah, probably took it too far in the early days, but, you know.
0: <laughs> my kids are always wondering when they get home from school and I've moved something around
1: actually. <laughs> I love it,
0: yeah. <laughs> and then just one last thing, sorry, before we go. Um, we touched on this before, but I want to bring it in again because I do I feel it's, it's something I use in my work um, a lot with people. And I feel like if we start there uh, when, we, when we're also moving our spaces around, um, it's just a great place to start. So can you talk to us a little bit about gratitude and why that's so important?
1: I think when we, um, I think when we are really grateful for what we do have, um, it's a good foundation of which on which to build it, it to me it actually helps us to make better informed healthier decisions on what we purchase on what yeah. we bring into the home of what we even are, are happy to let go of um yeah I think it's it's a it's a, just a really good spot to begin from in anything um, because even though some circumstances might be quite challenging for for people even in those challenging moments we can always find something to be um have gratitude for and it just it shifts something in our brain it it, it's and Mm. in our spirit in our emotions in the way we see ourselves the world Um, yeah I just think it's the best place to be Um, and sometimes it's really hard like you know we can get really overwhelmed by what we think we don't have and what we think we need and um, you asked my 16-year-old. He really thinks we need a new TV and <laughs> <laughs> we kind of do. But, you know, I'm still grat- grateful that we've got one and we yeah. can access Netflix and I can watch The Golden Girls for crying out loud. So, you know, it's it's good. And one day I'll do that on my new fancy TV, but not now. So <laughs> I just think it's, it's... And it helps to set healthier goals too because sometimes we think we need all this stuff and we realise when we can get in get on in life in a really good thriving way with little it kind of reduces our our list of what we think we need to be happy and i think we're happier to be honest with less than than what we you know yeah what we think we
0: need 100 I, i i completely reflect that that um yeah when we're when we're acknowledging uh the amazingness of what is in our lives uh because obviously Mm. most of who will be listening to this conversation has a lot more than 90 percent of the world um in terms of of wealth uh material wealth and so just having a roof over your head having enough food to eat is is the very Mm. basis Um, but when we do go through um and use gratitude as a foundation again for our spaces but also for life i think that's a that's key in um, in really being able to see, like you said, healthier, healthier future visions for ourselves and healthier So, Yeah.
1: And enjoy the space Beautiful. that you're in in the meantime, you know, yeah. just be
0: Enjoying at peace with it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Beautiful. Well, thank you, Colette. That was so great and so nourishing and enriching. And um, I'm sure after listening, people will have more questions so how can they reach you where can they well, find you is the best place
1: i would say instagram yeah mm-hmm. so my handle is Alida and louise but uh all lowercase and the and is just an n if that makes okay. sense so a l i d a n l o u i s e okay <laughs> and that's on instagram yeah okay. other than that uh facebook but yeah oh and i've got a website yeah. too <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah look at the website. i'm so technologically minded yeah <laughs> um yeah so alita and louise but that's with an and <laughs>
0: okay A-N-D, in between okay we'll put those in the show notes so that, that people can find them easily great great thank you so i've much. loved it
1: it's been so so good awesome so now, good now you can to go someone that really is into it
0: <laughs> now you but can go tell it, the kids you've done your is. ipod <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Love you. It. This podcast is for information purposes only. Any advice is not a substitute for medical guidance. Any use of the information contained in this podcast is done so at the user's own risk. Thank you.